I would just like to announce that it is Halloween now. Uh, this may come as a surprise to some of you, given that it is July, but the council... No, it fucked up. No! Okay. Okay, Siri says. <laughs> okay, uh, Terry, can you... We're already fucking up. Can you please cut this out and just start with the uh, the TikTok video that I'm playing so that it is just that? I did like okay. Siri, though. <laughs> it was funny. All right, at 35. Okay. I would just like to announce that it is Halloween now. Uh, this may come as a surprise to some of you, given that it is July, but the Council of Spooky Bitches met this weekend, and we have decided that this is Halloween. This is Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> so it is official. It is now Halloween. I just want to let you know. I like how he was like, it might be hard for you to understand. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not about that 24-7, 365 Halloween life, it might be hard for you to understand. <laughs> Which we know that you are. I am. I reside in that realm all year long. Halloween is a state of being, not a holiday. Understood. Um, yeah, so I'm very excited because Michael's and Joanne's already have all their cool Halloween shit, and I can't wait. I've been seeing it everywhere. Like, I've been seeing it at, like, Rite Aid and shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I... <laughs> I'm down because you know why I'm down. I am subjected to Christmas bullshit for it's four like, fucking months. Yeah, I was gonna say for like three months. Yeah, it's a lot. You don't even get Thanksgiving. It is just Christmas. Yeah, barely. Like Halloween and Thanksgiving are sort of like lumped together. Like Christmas trees are gonna be out at the beginning of September. Yeah. So I just need to like enjoy these couple weeks of just solid Halloween stuff. And I understand that it's August. Suck a dick. I have to deal with your holly jolly bullshit for so fucking long that you can deal with my spooky shit for a little while. So I'm fine with your spooky shit. I'm glad. Thank you. I have friends that are very, very Christmas. Like, they celebrate Christmas in July. Fuck you. They celebrate so much Christmas shit all year. And I'm like, it's not that fun of a season. I'm not really sure what you're getting into right now. Um, but it sucks. And I'm really tired of it looking like Christmas throws up everywhere all year long. So. <laughs> Sorry. I go That's on a right. very long rant every year. Um, in case you can't tell from it's, my anger. And it's already starting. It is it's already 19th. starting. Yes. Well, my rant is more Golden Girls related. <laughs> because during the month of December, and it's now creeping into November, uh, Hallmark Channel uh, takes the Golden Girls off in favor of Christmas movies. No, that's bullshit. That's complete bullshit. That's horse shit. I understand that you want your Christmas movies. Fuck you. I want my Golden Girls. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, no, that that completely makes sense. They are on Hulu, though, just so you know. Yes. So I watch it constantly on there. But it's just the fact that I can't turn on my TV and have my girls there in the morning or at night when I go to bed. And it's really frustrating because instead it's, uh, I moved to a small town from the big city and oh my, my fiance is still there. And oh my God, I met this handsome man that I knew when I was a kid and he's Santa Claus. Like, oh, that's what like, it is. It's always like, um, like this big city lady goes to a small town for some reason and then she falls in love with like carpenter john yeah who ends up being jesus 
Yeah, <laughs> she's like, she's like, oh no, I can't, I can't fall in love with Carpenter John. I have to go back to the big city. Yeah, yeah, every fucking time to my shitty fiance who treats me like poop. Yeah, and then they like kiss under the mistletoe, and she's like, oh my god, I have to stay here forever. I just, uh, it's always the same shit. It's very, very frustrating. Um, So this other podcast I listened to, they last, I think it was last year, they asked people for like, um, for like, like a a Hallmark plotline, but like with some kind of like LGBTQ like plot or something. And I thought, I didn't submit this and I should have, but I thought, well, what a great hallmark plot with like the gay community would be like that um a guy oh what was it it was like a guy that like he like brings beer and like a giant truck like that's his job he's like uh i don't know some kind of beer delivery guy so he's like macho and manly and then he like falls in love with this other dude who is a a drag queen at the club where he delivers beer. Oh my god! And he's like, oh no, I can't be in love with this drag queen. Like, what will people think? Ah. But then they fall in love and then um and then he just like the the drag queen dresses up like sexy like Santa Claus and Oh my god. Like I like I just think that would be great. I'd watch that movie. I so I know that we said we I would watch the hell out of that movie. I'm starting this episode with some TikToks, and it's really funny that somehow we ventured into this because I have the perfect TikTok that I want to play. Oh, yeah, okay. Reports, I need the reports. <gasps> Jeffrey? From small town high school? <laughs> You're not fat anymore. <laughs> You're so funny. It makes me just want to drop everything and be a woman forever. <gasps> My dad is Santa. <laughs> So that's it, it. Literally, like the title is Hallmark. Be like, and that's what it is every time. Like literally every fucking time. Every time, and you know what's gonna happen every time. Also, my favorite is when they like reenact um the is it the, the Christmas Carol with Scrooge? Yes, yeah, when yeah. They reenact that, and it's like, oh, I've made all these mistakes, and all I want is money, and now I have to go back and like go to christmas present future and past and all this shit and she like looks into her shitty future and it's like yeah don't be a greedy asshole and people will like you yeah yep yep that's it that's <sighs> I, all I, I do i share a hatred of hallmark movies Ugh. it's especially when you take the golden girls off i can deal with your shit if it's not during my usual time but <laughs> you know but this is rachel's time Jen. this is rachel's time fuckers um, and then I did have what I, I found, I just want to play this one for you because we started talking about, um, uh, wet ass pussies. This is a remake I found that, uh, I really, really enjoy. And I okay. think you're going to like it too. Yep. I'm ready. Dogs in this house, bathing dogs in this house, bathing dogs in this house. I said certified treats seven days a week. Wet ass pooches make that pillow big week. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you cleaning up these wet-ass pooches, bring a bucket and a mop for these wet-ass pooches, give me all the soap you got for these wet-ass pooches. I just thought it was so cute, That's and great. the dogs in the video are little Frenchies, and they're just very, very cute, 
It's a very handsome man singing it, and I will share it because it just deserves to be shared everywhere. That would be like the kids bop version, except for the ass part. Like, I, yeah, one of my friends posted like something about like what would the kids bop version of WAP be? <laughs> oh my god, am I? Do I want to know? No, you do, probably not. I, I don't oh, know. It would it's so be like, funny. Like something instead of ass it would be like and I don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, kids bop. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, All right. So you have a, my icebreakers were TikToks. So what is your icebreaker today? Yeah. I just saw this interesting question posed on Facebook. Um, What, what, um, what words, not like the, not the common ones, like moist and panties. I know not those. (laughs) Sorry. <laughs> so not <laughs> I have a physical reaction to that I, word. I took, I took you by surprise too. <laughs> I was not prepared. Oh, I know. I know you are. But what words, like everyday words, do you just like hate the sound of, but not those like common ones? Like gimme give, give me yours so I gotta think about it. So I fucking hate when people, especially at like staff meetings or like or like tr- like trainings or some shit when people say piggyback as like a verb like I okay piggyback off of what she said like i fucking hate that <laughs> so mine is actually work related too what is it i mean i don't like the sound so i have a lot of issues with a lot of words i don't like the sound of them like they just they ring wrong in my ears mm-hmm. um and just make me upset but like when people say moving forward okay but they use it incorrectly okay. or they use it in a way to degrade someone. Can, Does that can make give, sense? Can you give an example? Like when you fuck something up, okay? Even if you didn't fuck something up and it's something trivial and someone goes, moving forward, maybe we're not going to do this anymore. Moving forward, perhaps you should do this. Moving forward, perhaps you can suck a dick. Oh, because it's kind of like, it's kind of like, I'm not trying, like, I want to seem like I'm not trying to make you feel bad, but I actually But am. I am. Yeah. You're actually dumb as fuck, and here's why I'm telling you. Yeah, I fucking hate that. Um, But there are other words that, like, I just, the sound, like, they, I have the same reaction as I do to moist. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there are other ones, too, like, I, and this is... This is more probably like the connotation of it, but I've grown so strongly to hate the connotation of this word that I fucking hate the word itself is the word junkie. I fucking hate that word. Yeah. And you know, the the worst part is that I'm not going to lie. I've used that word before I understood. Well, and I get it. I mean, I don't really, I don't find, I don't think any one person is responsible for like, like if you said it, I wouldn't be like, I do hate the sound of it. I hate like the actual sound of that word, but I wouldn't like be pissed at you. I just fucking hate. Well, I think the problem is that, well, before, I mean, I'm going to say I used it before I was in the addictions, like Mm -hmm. kind of field with anything. And I also didn't understand at that time how you know how I mean I knew it was negative but I guess I didn't understand how negative it was um and like we use it for everything though like I say I'm a movie junkie all the time and then I go yeah exactly I think there's even like podcasts with that in the title so like 
Yes, I, and they're and those are great. I I have I'm not gonna say it because I don't want them to think that I'm like saying anything bad about the podcast. But yeah, I, like it's just part of it's just part of like speech, and I get that. Um, but I just have like a physical reaction whenever I. Yeah, that's totally totally understandable. Okay. I just I think it's definitely like a problem that people don't understand the negative connotations, and even hearing that word used in something you know as simple as calling yourself a music you know whatever yeah yeah uh you know people don't realize that so i just fucking hate that word well yeah and i get sometimes it's like innocuous like you're not saying it to be you're describing yourself as something you know that you can't live without like being a coffee junkie or something like i that like okay whatever i just but i've grown to just like hate the word itself <laughs> yeah yeah which is to- totally i definitely can understand that Ugh. um i'm just trying to think like i i have to hear them before i like i know it's hard to just it's hard to just like pick one out without knowing but now um, that i planted the seed you're gonna fucking hear someone you're gonna be like ew Oh, I'm going to, and I'm going to point it out every time. Like, I don't like that word. It's really gross. And, um, piggyback. Ugh, no. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can. And I always get the image in my head of, like, literally that person, like, on the other person's back. And I'm like, no. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This is, like, weirdly erotic, and I don't like it. I don't like the word thrust. Um, it's just always weird to me. I don't like the word erect either. <laughs> I mean, no, that's like, that's almost like too easy. Like, no, <laughs> no. But like, the problem is that like, I can't take it seriously. Oh yeah. I'm going to erect a statue. I immediately, there's, I'm thinking of a dick. Okay. There's a company that has like in the phone book. Yes. We had a phone book that was like oh, erection specialists. Book? It literally said that. And it was talking about billboards and signs. And I was like, do y'all not realize? Um, That's... and also my, my are mostly sexual, I have to say, which is unfortunate. There was a coffee shop um well it's like a cookies like a bakery and like obviously it's some little woman you know she's not thinking of vulgar things like i am 24 7 and maybe but the the sign she was trying to advertise like on her little tiny sign and it just said coffee and cream pies and i fucking lost (laughs) it (laughs) and i was just like (laughs) ma'am maybe those two things go together but not in the way you think you know what maybe that was a strategy maybe she's like this will turn some heads maybe and it worked because i took a picture and i was like this is fucking phenomenal that's what i'm saying (laughs) you know so i'm I'm sure as i discover them i will let you know i will violently call them out for you good good. so I, i like it keep it keep it going yeah that was a good one Thanks. Um, yeah. I had a correction, too, and for and damn it if I didn't fucking write it down. I have a correction, too. Okay. Um, so, um, I was pronouncing the uh, prison wrong. Okay. Uh, I kept saying Leavenworth. Oh. It is Leavenworth. Leavenworth, okay. Um, and I would like to thank Jeremy, our friend at the Bad Guy Podcast, for calling me out on that. <laughs> Thanks, Jeremy. <laughs> so, which he, I think he, 
Does he actually go by Jeremy? I'm trying to remember honestly thanks, what he goes by on the podcast. Bad guy but podcast, not yeah, Jeremy. thanks. Um, but yeah, we're Facebook friends, and he messaged me, and I was like, "Oh fuck, I fucked that all up." <laughs> so okay, yeah, what were we talking about last episode? You did the prison, the Alcatraz. Yes. Um, okay, and then I know at the end I talked about that Tamla Horsford case. I'm thinking maybe that's what I fucked up, but damn it if I can't remember now. Mm. Shit. I should. I was like, no, I'll remember this, and I didn't. That mm. was real dumb. Did you happen to look into that anymore? Um, I didn't. I honestly, this week has been a blur, and I have not had time to do anything. Um, um, I but- listened to like. F- 5,000 podcasts about it. <laughs> when do you find time? Like, oh, while I I'm, can't... While I'm working, like, while I'm doing some kind of mindless work or getting... Or just, like, getting ready to go somewhere. I mean, where am I going? I don't know, but... Um, I can't. Like, I, it's probably, like, my ADHD. Like, I can't... Sometimes I, can, I have to have 4,000 things going on at once or I can't focus. But for some reason with podcasts, I can't do it because I focus so intently on it that I will just sit there and listen and not do my work then. So yeah. like the only time I can listen to podcasts is when I'm driving. Yeah. And you're not driving um, much now. Yeah. I, and that's the problem. Like I'm not going anywhere. So like, I'm so far behind on all my podcasts and I feel horrible because I want to be able to give feedback to, you know, our other podcast friends. And I just, I do not have the attention span to sit at home and listen to it. So it's been very hard and I feel awful. Yeah, I can't really listen to them. Like, I can't type case notes and listen to them because then I'm, like, typing about a client and then I'm like, wait a minute, did this client, like, murder someone? <laughs> like, it all gets jumbled yeah. together. <laughs> yes. So I it just it... that. It's more like when um when I'm scanning in, like, a bunch of documents after an intake or something like that, um, that I can sort of, like, listen to things while doing those kinds of tasks. But yeah, it can happen a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, It was probably about that case, though. And I, I have probably. seen a bunch of stuff on Facebook since you mentioned it. It's like the FBI gods have like... God, it's fascinating. Yeah. It's I crazy. really hope they figure it out. And I found a bunch of other cases that like the same weird, like the same thing. You know what I mean? Like there was all this evidence of foul play. <laughs> God, it's, <laughs> and it's nuts. It's crazy. Yeah. I was actually wondering, like, I was going to ask you if maybe um, if we wanted to, I'm just so interested in it. Like just do like a mini episode just about our thoughts. Yeah. We could it. definitely do that. Yeah. I don't know. That'd be cool. It's, it's bonkers yeah well speaking of bonkers i have a crazy case to tell you about okay um did you so so have you ever seen the movie the fugitive no with harrison ford nope okay it was 90s i want to say like i think it might have been like 93 um so this what i'm gonna tell you about uh movie i don't know what year it was in yep 93 starring harrison ford tommy lee jones great movie great film okay um but so this this case is very loosely very loosely based off of that case um or that that movie and what it deals with so it is a wild fucking ride okay 
So this is the case of Sam Shepard. My sources are the Sam Shepard Wikipedia page, um, actually an episode of another podcast called Histories, Mysteries, and Conspiracies. Um, It is entitled Sam Shepard, and it's from May 14th, 2019. There is just so much about this case that I needed to listen to something so that I wasn't getting so completely off track with all the, with everything about it. It's, it's right. nuts. Um, and then also a, a Fox 8 news article by Jen Spear from 2019. So here we go. Okay. I'm not even drinking for this episode because I didn't want to fuck up this. Like, this story is so fucking bizarre. I didn't want to, like, fuck it up with alcohol. So I'm just, yeah. drinking, I'm just drinking my fizzy water. Okay, mm. let's do it. So, Samuel Holmes Shepard was born in Cleveland, Ohio. Oh, yeah, this is like a little bit of a hometown because I'm from Akron, so. Yeah. Um, he was born in Cleveland, Ohio on December 29th, 1923. He was the youngest of three sons of Dr. Richard Allen Shepard. He attended Cleveland Heights High School, where he was an excellent student. He played football, basketball, and he ran track. He was class president uh, for three years. And according to that podcast I mentioned, he was voted most likely to succeed. Um, Shepard met his future wife, Marilyn Reese, while in high school. And although um, he got offers from a lot of small Ohio colleges um, for athletic scholarships, he chose to um follow follow in like his father's and older brother's footsteps and he pursued a career in osteopathic medicine Um, he enrolled at hanover college in indiana to study pre-osteopathic medical courses then took supplementary courses at case western reserve university in cleveland Uh, shepherd finished his medical education at the los angeles osteopathic school of physicians and surgeons which is now um the University of California, Irvine, and he was awarded the Doctor of Osteopathic Medicine uh, degree. And then he completed his internship and residency in neurosurgery at Los Angeles County General Hospital. He married Marilyn Reese on February 21st, 1945 in Hollywood. And a few years later, they returned to Ohio and Shepard joined his father's growing medical practice at Bayview Hospital. At that time, they had a four-year-old son named Sam Reese Shepard, who they called Chip. All right. So Marilyn was kind of described as like a classic 50s, like housewife. She was a homemaker, a mother, all that shit. Um, It was rumored, it was rumored that Sam was also having an affair um, with one of the nurses at his practice, whose name I will get to later. It's Susan something, but that'll come up in a little bit. Okay. Um, so on the night of July 3rd, 1954, Shepard and uh, Sam Shepard and Marilyn were entertaining neighbors at their lakefront home on Lake Erie in Bay Village, Ohio. Um, Bay Village is a suburb of Cleveland. I think at that time it was not very, like, didn't have a very dense population. I think it had like 7,000 people. It was pretty, pretty, like, elite, well-to-do people, and they were right on the lake. So some sources say that Marilyn had been pregnant, which I do believe was true now that I've done a little bit more digging, but the Wikipedia didn't mention that. So she, she was pregnant. Um, 
while they were watching a movie, the the couple and their friends, Shepard fell asleep on the daybed in the living room, and Marilyn walked the neighbors out at the end of the night. In the early morning hours of July 4th, 1954, Marilyn Shepard was uh, bludgeoned to death in her bed with an unknown instrument. And it was a pretty, it's a pretty brutal murder. Like it was, um, there was a ton of blood um, and it was not found, at least not right away, like what the instrument even was that killed her. I'm remembering this case now. Are you? Yeah, I don't remember every little detail, but I remember listening to the My Favorite Murder episode of this. Oh, okay. I don't think I remember that, but I'll have to look that up. I'm sure they did it. Yeah. Uh, So the bedroom was covered with blood spatter and drops of blood were found on floors throughout the house. Some items from the house, like Sam's watch, keychain, and key, and his fraternity ring all appeared to have been stolen. They were later found in a canvas bag in shrubbery behind the house. According to Shepard, he was sleeping soundly on the daybed when he heard the cries from his wife. He ran upstairs where he saw a quote-unquote white form in the bedroom, and then he was knocked unconscious. He had also described um, the murderer as bushy-haired. When he awoke, he saw the person downstairs chased him out of the house. Well, him or her, whatever. Chased the intruder out of the house, um, down onto the beach where they tussled, and then Shepard was knocked unconscious again. So at 5.40 a.m., a neighbor received an urgent phone call from Shepard who pleaded for him to come to his home. Um, the podcast and a couple other sources, they they mentioned that this neighbor was the mayor of the town, uh, Spencer Hook. It's H-O-U-K. Um, okay. That's not like, that's not, doesn't seem to be firmly believed, but it is in some sources that that was actually like the mayor of the town that he called. And it seems to be perhaps the, the people that had been over at their house before. Okay. So when the neighbor and his wife arrived, Shepard was found shirtless and his pants were wet with bloodstain on the knee. Authorities arrived shortly thereafter and Shepard seemed disoriented and in shock. Not to mention he was like fucking beat the shit out of like twice. Mm. Um, So the family dog was not heard barking to indicate an intruder. And the now seven-year-old Chip had been asleep in the adjacent bedroom throughout the whole thing, which I find very weird. Yeah, like, no noise at... uh, Like, no dog barking. I mean, kids can, I guess, sleep through a lot, but it just seems... Well, I I mean... Remind me about the dog thing once you discuss, you know, his... Him getting accused of this. Okay. So... From the gate, people didn't believe Shepard's account of what happened, despite that his his story really didn't change. He told, like, a pretty consistent story. Um, it's not like, you know, one of those... So it, he didn't look like the typical guilty husband. Because, um, he, you know, he, he had a solid story, but just no one really no one really believed him, and they just assumed that he did it, which, I mean, fair enough, because that's usually right. what happens. But, yeah. Um, so the press fucking dominated this case the very next day. Like, it was a media circus. Mm. Um, Chip didn't even attend his mom's funeral because there was so much media attention that the other the adults in his life were trying to protect him. So he didn't even go to the funeral, which was a few days later. 
um, Sam offered a $10,000 um, reward for, for, you know, people that can give leads like successful leads to, to figure out who the killer was. And he was cooperating with the police. So he really does not look guilty. He does deny um, a lie detector test. Um, I'm not sure why, because I think like back then, I think people thought they were pretty like solid. Now we know that they're not. Yeah. But he didn't do a lie detector test, which probably didn't bode well. But he also denies having an affair with Susan Hayes. I believe that was the nurse um, that it was rumored that he was having an affair with. He returns to work on July 12th, which was just like, what, like seven days, like a week later. Um, And on July 21st, the Cleveland Press releases an issue with a headline saying, why no inquest? Do it now, Dr. Gerber, who was the coroner. Later that day, Dr. Gerber does call for an inquest, which happens the next day in a high school gym. (laughs) Which Of course. Yeah, which is like, okay, small town America, cool. Um, The inquest is, like, packed with with spectators, with uh, press. It lasts three days, and Sam Shepard's lawyers can't even represent him because it's not an actual trial. Um, So he continues to give the same story, and he denies the affair. Coroner Gerber deems him the murderer, and on um, July 23rd, the Cleveland police take over um, because the Bay Village police was, like, not it wasn't equipped to handle this especially because there was not a lot of crime and it was very small yeah um which like they probably should have just done that to begin with but whatever um yeah so susan harris who actually lived in um i'm sorry not harris susan hayes fuck i don't know which one i messed up i think it's susan hayes but the nurse that allegedly was having affair an affair with him actually did admit to the affair which like obviously makes sam look really bad um the newspaper headlines uh in quotes why isn't sam shepherd in jail and on july 30th he's uh subsequently arrested and charged with first degree murder he was released on uh, August 16th on $50,000 bail, but a grand jury gives first degree murder indictment and he's arrested again. The jury selection is really difficult because this is such a widely um, publicized case. So, um, so like they can't, they can't really, they're really struggling to find someone that like doesn't know all about it. At the right. Cabin, okay. Yeah, so the Cuyahoga County prosecutor seeks the death penalty, and Judge Edward Blythe denies moving the trial out of Cleveland or delaying the trial. Which, that's total bullshit. Like, it should not have been in Cleveland where everybody knew about it and was talking about it 24-7. Right. So, like, from the gate, this is just a disaster. Uh, the local, <laughs> the local, local media ran uh, very salacious front page stories that um, you know implicated Shepard, but these stories had no supporting facts, or they were later like disproven. During the trial, a popular radio show broadcast a report about a New York City woman who claimed to be his mistress and the mother of his illegitimate kid. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. Um, the jury was not sequestered, so two of the jurors uh, admitted to the judge they'd heard this broadcast, but the judge didn't dismiss them. 
I'm sorry. What? Yeah. (laughs) So from interviews with some of the jurors years later, it's likely that jurors were uh, contaminated by the press, which like no shit. Uh, before the trial and perhaps during it. <laughs> right. The Supreme Court later called the trial a carnival atmosphere, which, like, sounds like America. Wait, say that again? The Supreme Court later called the trial um, a carnival atmosphere. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's just that's just the United States and our justice system in general, so. Pretty much. <laughs> Um, So the trial begins on October 18th, 1954. The murder investigation and the trial were notable for the uh, crazy amount of publicity. Um, Some newspapers and other media in Ohio were accused of bias against Shepard and inflammatory coverage of the case and were criticized for immediately labeling him as the only viable suspect. Um. On November 3rd, the jury goes to the Shepherd home uh, where there are crowds of spectators. So, like, there's no fucking preservation of the crime scene. It is just no. a giant clusterfuck. Um, on November 19th, jury members admitted to hearing... Uh, oh, yeah, that's when they admitted to hearing about the illegitimate child story. Um, and... Oh, on on December 9th, police issue a report, police issue a report calling him a liar. And Sam then begins his week-long testimony. <laughs> so, like, even the police are, like... You did it. Yes. Like, they aren't even, they aren't even trying to, like, figure out if that's the truth. So, during his week-long testimony, Shepard admits to the affair... But he denies murdering his wife. He's like, yeah, okay, like, I fucked around, but I didn't kill my wife. Right. Um, They still seek the death penalty by electric chair. Okay. So, you know, that escalated quickly. Um, Okay, so the jury begins deliberating on December 17th, and they are finally sequestered. But at this point, like, what the fuck for? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like, like the, the damage, damage is done. The damage is way done. Like, sign it, seal it, deliver it. That right. jury is fucked. Um, so it blows my mind how today they're able to ever find a jury that is not like, like for these giant cases oh that are not God. completely like, tainted by the media because we just allow so much media coverage. <laughs> oh my god, that that was doomed like at the 24-hour news cycle, I feel like. Yeah, and that started. Yeah. Um <laughs> jurors even though they were sequestered, they were permitted to make unsupervised phone calls. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's like, oh, all right, cool. Great. Um deliberations lasted 5 days with a ver- with a verdict of murder in the second degree so like it at least went down from the first degree and then um the death penalty was no longer on the table um and he's sentenced to life in prison hmm. um the in january of the next year so just like a month later the judge denies a motion for a new trial so on January 7th, 1955, Sam's mother dies by suicide. And 11 days later, on January 18th, his dad dies from stomach uh, stomach cancer. Uh, so just, like, kill me. That's awful. Yeah. 
Um, so now, like, at this point, Sam Shepard has lost his wife. They think everyone thinks he did it. He lost both his parents. No idea where his son is at this point. Probably with, I guess, with the maybe the um, Maryland's parents or something. But the world really took a shit on him during these yeah. like, six months. So uh, on January 22nd of 55, Paul Leland Kirk, forensics expert and professor on Shepard's defense team, begins examining the Shepard's home. And between April and July, the defense asks again for a new trial based on Kirk's evidence. But the judge overrules it again, and all appeals to higher courts are denied. Great. He is moved... Shepard's moved to a maximum security prison in Columbus, Ohio, and the Supreme Supreme Court uh, denied or the, denied their appeal. Um, I I think they mean the, the Ohio Supreme Court um, denied his the appeal for um, a trial there in December of 1956. So his life sucks. Um, early, yeah, yeah, it's real bad. Early 1959, Arian or Ariane Tevin Johans. <laughs> oh, okay. That yeah. is, yeah. So Ariane began, begins writing to Sam Shepard in prison. So they're pen pals. Um, later, you'll, I mean, later they're, they're going to get married. Just a fucking spoiler alert. Oh, okay. So that was still happening even back then. That weird They found shit. love in a hopeless place. <laughs> <laughs> Rihanna, is that you? Yeah. It sounded just like her, right? Rihanna? <laughs> I think that's you. Um, okay, and interestingly, on November 8th of 1959, a dude named Richard Eberling is arrested for larceny, and he's found having Marilyn's uh, jewelry when he's arrested. Um, but on November 19th, a polygraph cleared him. Oh. Or, All right. did I say 2019? I don't know. Oh, no, November 19th of that, I'm sorry, of 59. Polygraph cleared him, so like, oh, the irony. Okay. Anyways. I just, I don't know how much stake I really put into a polygraph, but okay. I put, I put none, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I put a big whopping zero. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but okay. <laughs> um. So in 1961, Shepard's moved to a lower security prison and this big old lawyer from, I think, Boston, F. Lee Bailey, agrees to represent him. On May 20th, 1962, this lady, and I know this is a lot to follow, so I'm trying to go kind of chronologically. So, in 62, Myrtle Irene Frey, the sister of Richard Eberling's employer, Ethel May Durkin. So, Richard Eberling got caught with... Marilyn's jewelry got cleared from the shitty polygraph. He it's now found that this woman some some sources call her an employer, some sources just say it was a rich acquaintance, so I don't know. But this associate of whatever sort of Richard Eberling, um, her sister is comes up beaten to death and it's not solved. Okay. Okay. So then that's so we kind of just put like a little bookmark in that okay bookmarked Good. it's in okay thomas reese who was Marilyn's father so uh sam shepherd's father-in-law 
dies by suicide in February 1963. Jesus. So for Shepard, the fucking hits just keep on coming. Uh, uh. Um, so Shepard, that same year, he tries to get parole. It's denied. In April of 1963, his lawyer, um, F. Lee Bailey, files a petition with the district court saying that the first, tri- the first trial's pre-trial publicity violated Shepard's due process. Mm-hmm. And in that same year, like, this is such a fucking colossal shit show. That same year, in 1963, the TV program called The Fugitive airs, which is loosely based on this case. <laughs> right, so that's not going to make any kind of... No. So that's, that's 63, so that's this TV show. Later in 93 is the movie. Okay. Um, so it's just like, it's all a fucking circus. And now this TV show's coming out. So it's like, what the fuck? I'm pretty sure they're redoing the TV show right now, by the way. That's what, I think that's, yes, that's what gave it's me this Quibi idea. It's on Quibi or whatever? Yes, that's what gave me this idea. Because they mentioned DNA and I was like, ooh. So yes, all comes. Yeah. Yep, that's exactly Full circle. Right. Yep. Um, so in February 1964, Coroner Gerber, remember him, the guy that inquest did the inquest and was like, mm-hmm. you're, he was kind of like a fucking witch trial. He, they, he yeah. was like, yeah, you're the killer. Um, he writes a fucking letter to the Ohio Attorney General requesting a pardon for Sam Shepard. What? So now he's like back on the bandwagon that like, oh, maybe I fucked this up, which I, he was probably under a colossal amount of pressure maybe i fucked this up yeah like 10 years later oh hey maybe i ruined this man's life i just imagine him like sneaking off into like a closet like writing this letter oh my oh my god then he goes back into his like dinner party with a cigar and they're all like oh yeah that sam shepherd's guilty of sin and he's like "Uh uh-huh oh yeah (laughs) yes oh my god Uh, yeah so yeah he writes this letter requesting a pardon. In July 1964, a district court judge states that the first trial was, and I quote, a mockery of justice that violated Shepard's 14th Amendment right to due process. No and, shit. And everyone said no shit. Yeah. Uh, the judge orders for his release, and um, he gives the prosecution 60 days to basically, like, get their shit together and bring up, like, valid charges, or it's going to be dismissed entirely. Okay. Um, so he's free for right now. Yeah. On July 18th, 1964, once he's out, he's, like, he's, like, blinded by, by the, by the WAP, and he marries, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all i could (laughs) sorry my brain did this thing where you're that blinded by the light (laughs) but it changed it to walk and i was like oh fuck (laughs) yeah so yes okay Um, that's what he is and on july 18th of 1964 he marries arianne uh schubenschaben or whatever the fuck i said before writing to him in jail yeah uh hopeless love yes the hopeless place love rihanna rihanna love uh the next year in 1965 there's an appeal for the ruling 
freeing Shepard to be reversed. So they're like, oh no, Playa. Nope. <laughs> Back to prison. Yeah. Let's let's slam these brakes, please. <laughs> oh my god. Mary J. Blige is like, or no, that's not Mary J. Blige. Missy Elliott's uh flip it and reverse it. Um, oh yeah, there you go. That's exactly that, what happened. That's what's going on. Um so Bailey, the lawyer, appeals to the U.S. Supreme Court, and they agree to hear the case because they're like, this shit is fishy. So in June of 1966, the Supreme Court rules eight to one that Shepard did not get a fair trial and deems the trial invalid. So they're not saying he didn't do it, but they're at least saying that, like, they fucked up the trial and they he cannot, like, be charged or put away again. Um. He's retired or he's retried in Ohio. Uh, oh, okay. So I guess he can be retried, but he just can't. But it's like a whole new trial, I guess. Okay. Okay. So retrial happens in Ohio in October of 1966 with a new judge who actually limits the press in the fucking courtroom because right. the original trial, the, the fucking press was crawling around like fleas. And uh, in November of 1966, the jury finds him not guilty. So, retrial, Sam's good, found him not guilty, blah, blah, blah. Sorry we took 10 years of your life. Yeah, sorry, you know, we took away, like, the prime of your life. Because I think when this all happened, he was only 30. Oh, that's, that's great. Yeah, so, like... Sorry you missed your parents dying. Sorry you missed, like, your kid's whole childhood, because by now yeah. he's, like, 17 yeah wow yeah so who had mm-hmm. who had his son well that was all they, going on they don't speak to that but i'm assuming that it's probably i i bet it was the the uh marilyn the mother's parents that's what i'm kind of guessing but then he died too the dad died yeah okay um, all right so i don't know they don't they don't speak to that wow yeah um so then Shepard regains his medical license in 1967, but he's he sued for malpractice for the death of a patient. <laughs> oh my god! And he leaves this practice. Like, dude, at that point, you might just want to be like in a lab or something. Because I just at that like... point, just work at Home Depot and just get through <laughs> life. <laughs> like, what else? Seriously, just fucking Fuck. like. Yeah, it's real bad. Um, he he then divorces. Um. Ariane Schneegan Snoogan the next year. Schneegan Schneegan. So, okay. like, just, God, this guy. Yeah. In, in 1969, <laughs> this is where, <laughs> this is where it peaked for me, where I'm like, what? <laughs> what am I reading? In 1969, he becomes a professional wrestler. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Was his, like, name Dr. Death or something? Like, what the fuck? Wait, stop. Do you want to know what his name was? Of course I do. It was Killer. Oh, my God. I feel... They they had so many missed opportunities there. Like... Like, uh... Um... Professor Malpractice or something. Like, Jesus. No, it was just... The, the bludgeoner. Killer. Like, come on. And dude, it was just wow. it was just straight killer. <laughs> I'm real disappointed in uh their creative choices, but I just you know. am like, oh my god, if this wasn't already the most insane thing I've ever read. 
Yeah, that's and, just... Mm. And then the poor bastard goes and marries Colleen Strickland, the 20-year-old daughter of his wrestling manager. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Okay, so this, this can't... Did her dad own a propane company? I don't think so. You didn't catch that, I'm sorry. Is that a Strickland it's... thing? Yeah, King of the Hill, Strickland propane. Oh, dirt. Okay. <laughs> sorry. That's I just fine. that wouldn't have shocked me at this point, so that's why that's I was right. asking. I would not have been surprised if Wikipedia then linked me over to like yeah, like this being the basis of King of the Hill. I'd be yeah. like, yeah, okay, of course. Like this is yeah. like everything is connected to this goddamn case. Yeah. So, you know, this this fucking life can't go on much longer for Sam Shepard. And he dies at age 46 on April 6, 1970. Do you want to guess what he died from? Heart attack? No. He died from liver failure due to drinking. Because of course he does. That was like pretty quick fucking cirrhosis of the liver like he had to be pretty fucking uh dude he probably fucking pickled that shit yeah i was gonna say like wasted 24 7 because i mean i guess you could get booze in prison and it wouldn't be the greatest booze but like i just mm. well let's see so that was in 1970 so how long was he out of jail um so he was out of jail like six years okay so you went from being in jail to dead yeah in six years from drinking to like that's i mean we know lifelong alcoholics that oh dude you he know probably like probably just i bet he probably just he was a doctor he probably like took out his own fucking liver soaked it in whiskey and put it yeah back in. And true like, fuck this so yeah um on july 7th 1989 so that's a pretty big jump after he died this dude, fucking Eberling, is convicted of aggravated murder of Ethel Mae Durkin, who was that first, who was that lady who's like his employer slash rich acquaintance, whatever it was. So now her sister died years back, and now she comes up mysteriously dead. Oh, okay. And he's Well, and then he's convicted of it. Right. So in March 1990, Chip, the son of the Shepherds, meets with Eberling because he really, this dude, he just wants to clear his dad's name. Like he really yeah. wants him to be exonerated, like even if it's like post death, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Chip ended up, I think, co-authoring this book called Mockery of Justice. Um, and in 1993, he hires an investigator who finds that there was someone else in the house and that Shepard was innocent. Um, like the whole fucking thing he said the whole time. Uh, his estate files a petition for a declaration of innocence, but this doesn't go anywhere because they're like, well, he's dead. So why does it matter? And Chip's like, cause it fucking does. Um, so, but that doesn't go anywhere, even though it, it's all pointing to him being innocent. Um, in April 1996, someone rats on Eberling, um, it, that he in the past admitted to, ki to killing Marilyn Shepard, but of course Eberling denies it, and in September 1997, Shep Sam Shepard's body is exhumed for DNA testing because they, they noticed, um, that Marilyn Shepard had been raped at the time of her murder. And okay. 
they want to try to compare the samples found to Sam Shepard to see if there's a match there. Okay. Um, and so in 1998, DNA found at the scene was proved not to be Shepard's, and it was consistent with Everling's blood type. <laughs> in, yeah, which, like, yeah, no shit. In uh, July 1998, Everling dies in prison, so that's a bitch. Um, yeah. Because you can't really even get, like, a confession. But now they're pretty certain. There's still people out there that think that Sam Shepard did it, but he didn't. Um, December, in December of that year, 1998, Chip uh, continues petitioning to get his dad exonerated by the state of Ohio. And in October 1999, they exhume Marilyn's body and the fetus, fetus's body for testing well, there's your confirmation of her pregnancy right exactly so I, that's that's how i knew i was like okay she was definitely pregnant but um but what's frustrating is i i looked everywhere um even beyond the sources that i got information from to like to see if there was anything about exhuming her body and the fetus's body and that it sounds like they're still tr- trying to work on that um, yeah it sounds like they haven't found anything yet but you've got to think like this was now like what 60 years ago right so they did exhume her body and i think they're trying to find something more definitive but based on when they exhumed his body and compared it to you know the blood spatter and all that shit at the crime scene like he i don't think he did it um so it sounds like they're still looking into uh, Marilyn's body all that DNA testing but um the the trial so there was a civil case in early 2000 um it was seeking a finding that Shepard was innocent and therefore wrongly imprisoned so this was like what Chip was behind and this was actually like the civil trial for it okay um, after weeks of testimony the jury of eight deliberated just about three hours and they unanimously ruled against the shepherd estate in favor of the state of ohio um they held that the civil suit uh, was and i'm sorry sub- subsequent appellate how do you say that word appellate? appellate 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 so subsequent appellate decisions held that the civil suit never should have gone to trial in the first place because any claims ended with shepherd's death which i think is bullshit um so yeah i mean he wouldn't have okay whatever yeah it's still like it still doesn't change i don't know that's it's like a statute of limitations thing and i fucking hate statute of limitations right Mm. so that is all that is like known at this time um i even looked at some at some newer like news articles just to see if there was anything more and there there is some work being done around the case but not as far as like finding a more definitive answer except if they're doing anything with Marilyn and the fetus's body right okay um this other theory that i wanted to mention because i think it's like a little bit interesting is so i mentioned before that the friend that Sam Shepard allegedly called when his wife was murdered, um, was Spencer Hook, the the mayor of the town. So Bailey, the the defense lawyer, um, he had a theory that Esther, Spencer's wife, 
caught her husband having an affair with Marilyn and then she killed her for it. And that Spencer was the quote unquote bushy haired um, man that Shepard wrestled on the beach. Um, anonymous letters sent to the Bay Village Police Department in the months after um, the murder support that Spencer Hook and Marilyn Shepard were engaged in an extramarital relationship. Um, Bailey also said he thinks um, a set of fireplace tongs were the murder weapon. So wait, the baby might not have been Sam Shepard's. It could have been this other guy's, maybe. Oh, shit. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Um, well, yeah. I mean, and here's the thing. This is really dumb. And I know back then this was not that uncommon, but I was looking at crime scene photos and they had separate beds. Like they didn't mm-hmm. sleep in the same bed together. Like, you know, it, it's not like maybe they were both fucking around and that's just how they lived their life you know and yeah it could have been um yeah i mean that's very i didn't even think about the possibility of the baby not being sam shepherd's um but i thought this quote was really funny <laughs> like that bailey the lawyer said he said none of the blows were fatal none of them was struck with great force which suggests the killer was either a female or a young boy <laughs> wow what the fuck it's like some 1950s and 60s bullshit oh absolutely absolutely the fair sex cannot be either a female or a young boy oh my god (laughs) that cracked me the fuck up yeah that's hilarious um yeah so that's the crazy story of um doctor turned suspected murderer turned professional wrestler turned raging alcoholic sam shepherd so back to the dogs okay and they yeah. they had friends over that night right that's what you said at the beginning yep and that some of those friends may have been that mayor and the wife your dogs are generally used to people that they know correct people who mm-hmm. are over all the time so they're not going to bark if somebody happens to just walk in you know that they know that's a theory Um, that's part of i think that's part of the theory of why it could have been the mayor and his wife and then also i just want to point out that if it was like uh, if it was sam and say the dog was in the room that dog probably would have been going ape shit because even when you play fight sometimes dogs take that seriously and you know like Mm -hmm. freak out and bark because someone's getting hurt so like I I I don't know. Anyway, I just wanted to mention that because like I know if uh I pretended to hit Joey, my dogs would go nuts. Uh yeah, that I think that's really fishy. I do think it's very weird that the the kids slept through the whole thing. Um but I mean, I guess it's not impossible, but they said that the room like his room was like adjacent to I think the parents' room. And yeah, I mean, kids can sleep through fucking hurricanes. Yeah, so. I, mean, that, uh, I do, but I do think it's very that that's strange. The dog thing is strange. Um, My first thought was a friend snuck back in. It had to have been someone they know. Yeah, that's that's definitely uh, that's definitely a, th- a theory that perhaps it's not Eberling. I think the key thing though is to even if it's not Eberling, which we'll never know. I don't believe that it was Sam Shepard because that DNA came back and it, it did not, it was like, it was not his DNA. Right. They might not know who it is, but it wasn't his. Yeah. 
So I do, I don't believe for a second that he did it. Um, I think that it was a really fucked up trial and it's really sad because it drove, it drove two people, either parents or in-laws of Sam to suicide. And then it drove, it drove Sam to literally like drink himself to death, drink himself to death in a very short amount of time. Yeah, it's really fucked and this up. And poor kid that's still trying to get justice for his dad. Ugh. Yeah. Um. Also, it's episode fifty-five of my favorite murder. Is it? Oh my god! I'll have to go back and listen to it. Yup. Um. I looked that up because I was like, I gotta tell her so that she can <laughs> look it up later. Yes, um, I wanna. I wanna listen to that. Yeah. Um. Well, thanks. That was fucking crazy. Wasn't it? <laughs> I was not expecting that at all. The wrestling yeah. thing has me in stitches. Like, I can't. Right? Isn't that the, like, <laughs> the killer? Oh like, what? The, like, I'm just, I think I'm just upset at the lack of creativity with that name. Like, fuck. I, right? It could have been, yeah, it could have been something ironic. Like, it could have been, like, Dr. Uh, Justice or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Like, come on. Uh, either um, way. Yeah, and the honestly though the like the fugitive movie it it really I think they use the same name, but it's nothing like this. Yeah. Huh. All right. Still a great movie though. Yeah, absolutely. Well thanks. That was good. Mm-hmm. Thank I... you. Sorry, mouthful of fizzy water. Thank you. Oh no, yes. it's okay. It's all right. Yeah. Um do you have padded room? Oh, well, since you were playing some TikToks, I was going to share. Uh, have I talked about this guy? Oh, shit. What's his first name? Um, Jordan. Jordan Firstman no. on Instagram. Nope. <laughs> so it's really funny. If you ever just want something kind of like funny and sort of cute, like to listen to. Yeah. He does these things. He calls them, um, it, he calls them imp- impressions, but they're impressions of like really like abstract things. So, Oh, you okay. have talked about him. He did. He did the banana bread. Oh my God. Yes. I want to, yeah. I want to share. Um, I want to share like a couple of, of those. Cause they're really good. So this one is, he's doing, this is my impression of the god who decides prices. Okay. Mm, $12. Mm, $60. $25. $80,000? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Let's just, I know it's like the same thing as the 25 one, but let's just like make it 80,000 just to see what happens. See if humans will like, like go crazy working their whole life to try to get the $80,000 thing when really they can have the $25 thing. I think that'll be, that'll just be, that'll be interesting. At very least, it'll be interesting to watch. Um, let's make raspberries weirdly expensive. And soap. I want to do, I want to do like a hundred dollar soap. Um, yeah, let's, if it smells like more earthy, then let's, let's do a hundred for that. And then if it's more not earthy, I'm fine with like two even. 
Um, this is so fun. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this. Oh one, my god! This one is an impression of summer 2020. <laughs> I just feel. I just feel like I don't know who I am right now. And like everyone is mad at me. And like everyone's telling me I should be like a completely different thing. Like one person's like, you should go away. And then another person's like, if you if we don't have a sober, like it's like it's your fault. But it's like I know I should probably just like disappear for a little bit. But then like I don't want people to be mad at me because like everyone usually loves me. And like I, that's just what I'm used to. I'm not saying it's like a good thing, but it's just like what I'm used to. Oh my, oh my god. And like last year, like I just feel like I had such a strong sense of self. And like everyone fucking adored me. And like, I'm sorry. I shouldn't be talking in fucking winter about this. Like your life is so shitty, but like I just need something. <laughs> Oh my god, I love him. That's so, That's funny. so funny. They're hilarious. So his uh, Instagram <sighs> is at JT Firstman, like first man, and they're they're wholesome and adorable, and I love them. That's really That's good. really good. Thanks. I'm I'm echoing, echoing now. Oh shit, because I um took my headphones out. Hold on. Yay. Yep. So I have, I have two yeah. things. One was the TikTok I was going to share earlier because it just really resonates with uh, my feelings a lot of okay. time. Um, and it's it's really dumb, but um, I cackle laugh about it every time I play it. So this is just my dumb okay, sense of humor. Does anybody see my will to live? <laughs> seen it since I was a kid. I've even looked behind the sofa. (laughs) You have to actually see the video. (laughs) But that's my sense of humor. And I'll have to actually post that one because he he's dressed in this really goofy, like almost 80s style accent. I mean, outfit. And then like whenever at the very end, when he goes, I've even looked behind the sofa, he does this like weird, like wiggle thing with his head that just makes me (laughs) fucking crack up every time. So it's not quite as funny without the video, but that is my sense of humor. Um, And the other thing was the Watchmen. So I watched it. Fucking watch it. I started it. The fucking first episode. My God. I finished it um the the series um and uh the first episode i don't want to spoil anything for anybody who's going to watch it um just talks about i mean there's an event in history that a lot of people are unaware about Dude, and it actually happened mind blowing it's really fucked up. And then I did also didn't know this. Um, I have a friend, Jeff, who's really into um, comics. And like when he talks about it, just lights up. I love listening to him talk about it. So I was talking to him about um, Watchmen because I am lost about a lot of the stuff because it's comic, you know, from the book, the comic books. And um, that scene where those letters fall down on the soldiers. Mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. World War One, that actually yes. happened too. I didn't know that happened. 
like there's just all this stuff and I'm just like, wow. And it's just, um, blows my mind that the, the, uh, the very first episode, that stuff actually happened and lots of people don't actually oh God, know that it's, it's, it's true. It's, like when I think so, about that being like a real thing, oh, mm-hmm. it's sickening. Um, and it's sickening that it's the first, this is the first time that people have heard about it. So yep. Include, including <laughs> uh, many me. people, I mean, not I all. Know, like I feel. Oh no. I, I've only found out about it mm-hmm. recently. I don't want to say like, you know, it's not like I've known about this whole time. I only recently found out about it and was horrified by it. And then whenever I saw it in the show, I was like, what? <laughs> so please watch Watchmen. It is very good. Um, it's yeah, that's it. It's yeah, just really fucking to, good. I need to um, continue it. Yeah. Yeah. You'll, it, it gets pretty intense. So, um, but yeah, that's that's it. Nice. Um, do you oh, want sure. an animal? One. Um, yeah. So, uh, tree kangaroo. Okay. What you got for me? And then after you look up tree kangaroo, I want you to also type in tree kangaroo Ooh. baby. <laughs> They're really funny looking. <laughs> They're very funny looking and very, very cute. Um I just I just think they're oh really God, nice. What am I looking at with this baby? Its head its head like, cute. Oh, it's coming out of the pouch. Aw. Yeah, they're pretty cute. They're pretty cute. So I found out some really horrific things about kangaroos recently and that's kind of why i chose the tree kangaroo um the inside of a kangaroo's pouch is fucking Uh, disgusting (laughs) um i don't know what i thought i I thought maybe it was like lined with plush fur (laughs) or something like that but ooh, it's probably like a vag Right, like it's not like I sat here and was like, "What's in a kangaroo's pouch?" Like, but when I, when that would come up, and I imagined like a joey in the pouch, I just assumed it would be like comfortable and like cozy. Um, but it's literally just filled with shit and organs and stuff, and it's really gross. So, um, do not Google it; you will regret it. Oh, uh, if you Google it, don't at me because I warned you I not to Google want it. To, but it's not um, a good idea. Just do it. Just suck it up. Just do it. Just do it so I can hear your reaction. In the side of... Wow, it came up really quickly. Yep. We have to think the babies are pooping in there, so we have to clean it out all the time. Mm. I don't did you find it? There's a video you can watch. Oh no, not a video. And it's really fucking gross. <laughs> uh, the video is what's going to do it justice for you cuz yeah. like the pictures aren't as horrific as them pulling open oh, the pouch. God. I'm going to throw up. Um Oh, it didn't do the link. It just copied the fucking title. That was dumb. Um Oh, I found it. I found but, it. But yeah, so did you Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's an ad. 
it's it's pretty nasty. Um, they're ah. sticky, so it actually helps them. Yeah, do you see it? It's Did rough. You hear that? I oh, heard you okay. go. Ah. And actually, that's weird to me that you can't like it's the video's coming through my headphones, but you can't hear that. Okay, hold on. <laughs> no, I don't know what a kangaroo pouch looks like. I want you to show me. <laughs> That's why I'm watching this video. Have they opened no. it? Why is it taking a long video? Oh, God. But also, while you're doing... I can't hear Oh, is it it happening? Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, God. Oh no. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Why did I send you down Ew. this rabbit hole? <laughs> yeah, that wasn't pleasant. <laughs> nope. Um did find another word I don't like while okay. I was Googling though. Um oh, fleshy. Yeah, I saw that one in the Facebook thread. People were saying flesh. Uh, just fleshy. I can handle flesh. Uh, this was discovered, like describing the pouch. It said this fleshy pocket and those two words put together oh, is gross. disgusting. Um, anyway, so back to kangaroos. Um, when they are threatened by a predator, they will yeet their child at the predator oh to get my away. God, what <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was like, wow, I did not know that about kangaroos. I thought like, I guess there's a lot of animals that'll do that, and I don't know why it's so surprising to me. Well, because but you they think do. there's an instinct to like protect your baby, <laughs> but I guess it's the instinct to protect themselves oh, first. <laughs> and I don't know how true that is. I've googled it, and it says it's true. I could be wrong. I but like someone told me that, and I was like, no, that is not a thing. And apparently, it's a thing. Damn! Like so, do they like just shoot the baby out of their pouch. <laughs> I think they like literally like pick the pick it up and like fucking oh baseball God. chuck it. <laughs> so like Those that's a thing. Dicks. Um Yeah, yeah, that's a thing. That's okay, a thing. So was... um there's your fun fact, but tree kangaroos are they cute. Are, so don't look in their fucking pouches. Nope. Ew. Nope. Um anything else? Just <sighs> social media? Yep, just social media. Okay, I, I feel I feel different after looking at that kangaroo pouch. I do. You should. It should be life-changing. Oh, okay. Find us on social media, uh, Facebook, Chardonnay, and sign DNA. Um, the Twitter we never use is Chardonnay DNA. Instagram, at Chardonnay and DNA. Uh, website, ChardonnayandDNA.com. What am I forgetting? Email, but it's just Chardonnay and yes. DNA at gmail.com. Uh, buy t-shirts. Buy t-shirts. Thank you for um, everyone that has bought t-shirts. 
send us stories that you want to hear about because the well's getting dry um, for me yeah anything cool send it our way even it literally can just mention dna and we'll cover it like it just has to yeah, mention dna in bit. some way also, I just keep trying to think because you always come up with something funny to say at the end. And for some reason, the first thing that popped in my head was smoke grass, eat ass. <laughs> and I don't want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but I had to tell everyone that that's how my brain works. And that's what you fucking say, popped uh, in. We can say smoke um, grass, eat glass. If if it's... if it's That works. <laughs> smoke grass, it, eat glass. If it's smoke the grass, eat ass eat part you don't want to say. I don't know which part. No, I mean, I have no part problem with saying either of them, but that's what popped in my head because you always say eat glass. <laughs> so like s- smoke grass, eat ass is what popped in my head. And bless this meal. <laughs> and God bless this meal. Um, but okay. Um, bye. Bye. Smoke, gl- smoke, smoke glass, eat, eat grass. Smoke grass. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's bye. good. All right. Bye. all right so we had to hop back on real quick because as we were reminiscing about the episode and trying to come up with titles we realized that we just told you all to smoke meth um don't do that don't smoke glass don't smoke glass i don't care if you smoke grass eat ass eat grass but don't smoke glass Okay. It just it hit us like a ton of bricks that we just said smoke glass. I had never heard of that street name for Mac. Okay, well it hit me like a ton of bricks, and then I had it to did. tell Becky. And then she Googled uh glass and drug and it just fucking said like methamphetamine, methamphetamine, <laughs> crystal meth, methamphetamine. And we're like, I well, was right. I was right that it was glass. She was right, y'all. So um <laughs> don't smoke glass. That's a big correction that we couldn't wait a week to do. So <laughs> don't fucking do that. <laughs> yes, yeah, sorry, we just had to hop on and put this correction in like right fucking now. So um we're just we're it's it's smoke grass eat glass. Smoke That's it. grass, eat glass. <laughs> and not the drug. Don't eat meth either. Just actual shards of glass. Don't yeah, eat glass, not the drug of meth. Actual yeah. shards of glassware. <laughs> All right, we're Bye. not promoting drug use. Bye. Bye.